Good afternoon. Today, I got to speak with a very inspiring woman by the name of Valentina Varetska. Valentina Varetska came as a refugee from Ukraine and participated in the Jerusalem Marathon and actually won in the women's category of the Jerusalem Marathon 2022. Today, she is sharing with us her story, how she got into sports, how she's been applying for this marathon already a year in advance and only now she had this miracle and she was able to win the marathon with a two-week training and just some of her highlights of running through the marathon escaping Ukraine and her hopes for the future so I hope you enjoy this interview and I'd love to hear any feedback so let's do this. Hi. <laughs> Valentina? Yes. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet nice. you. Nice to meet you. First of all, thank you so much for taking from your time to just speak. I'm sure you're very, very busy. So first of all, you're really beautiful. <laughs> um, thank you. And I wanted to know, like, have you been exercising your whole life or is this something that you just like took up like in the later years? Uh, about sport? I'm asset uh, more than 15 years. So uh, it's my uh, normal uh, walk, uh, run. So I'm running asset. Oh, wow. So you've been doing it for 15 years. It's a long time. Yes. Wow. Is it something that you just like took on like just for fun or you were always into like competitive sports? No, I'm uh, like... All uh, I think all of athletes uh, think uh, about Olympic Games. Uh, it's a put goal to go to Olympic Games. But uh, you know, firstly, when I was a kid, I just uh, ran uh, for medal. Then I put goal, go to Olympic Games, and uh, after twenty two, I think uh, after my twenty two, it's uh, the run. It was it start to be my work. I just uh, it's my work, which helped me live. So yeah. I just go to competition, earn some money from first, second, third place. And uh, it's helped me to be, <laughs> you know, just help me live. But yeah. uh, I'm, I have a lot of competitions, but it's not uh, so high level. It's just, uh, just competition, not very okay. big level. So okay. Okay. hopefully you'll get life, the Olympics. Yes. It's just uh, if about Jerusalem Marathon, it's my first competition, so high level. Oh, really? It's your first competition in such a high level. That's incredible that you were able to, to do this. Before, before we continue, I actually want to backtrack a little bit. Um, so you are the winner of the marathon, and you basically um, made your way over to Israel in the middle of this whole crazy war in Ukraine and you got to win the medal and share your story with everyone and that was just so beautiful seeing that. I wanted to ask you Valentina can you share with us like your story of like how did you make it over to here in the middle of the war how did you know to train how did it all begin? Yes uh, firstly when it comes to marathon it was uh, like you know like normal race I come for of course I know I come uh, for Ukraine it's uh, because I'm Ukrainian but 
Firstly, I come to Marathon for earn money for leave because uh, after the war start, all my things, all my clothes, everything is uh, stay in Ukraine. So I'm here in Poland now, only with my daughter and documents. And really in my card zero, you <laughs> can't believe, but people around here, they help me to buy food, things, tickets <laughs> for plane. So really in my card zero and uh, I'm not care about it. I don't know why it's just, you know, you just leave and uh, try to do what you should do. Ukraine. And uh, two years ago, I start my work. I start uh, uh, to be a massage therapist. It's oh, that's what nervous. you do. Nice. Yes, you know, I like this work with nervous uh, looks this uh, biomechanica, you know, biochemia. Yeah, I yeah. don't know how. Yes, That's how they say it in Hebrew, like, biochemia. Yes, biochemia. It's not uh, just the only massage. It's like you feel these nerves. If, for example, you have pain in knee, maybe it's your, I don't know, maybe it's something in your with your back. It's not yeah, I've heard mind. of that. Like different points yes. that are connected to different parts yes. of the body. Yes, and uh, I like people. Uh, I like when people to say me thank you. I feel no pain anymore, and uh, I like this. I do this because I like when people say me thank you, and uh, you very help me. So I'm I'm very happy when I hear it. <laughs> so that's why I do it. That's that's really special. And uh, I go to this marathon for earn some money for make some normal life to my daughter. I want to start to uh, go to school here, but yeah. we need something for for buy some money for buy a pencil, you know, <laughs> something paper. Wow, that's wow. why I go. But uh, when I uh, ran, uh, I just uh, changed my mind in one time, in one uh, moment. I just changed my mind. It was one special moment. I'm changed, and then uh, I just run for. I just, you know, like, I know I should uh, run very fast and uh, be in line, finish line first for, not for victory, just for give my voice to all the world, wow. for people hear me. And then when so, you got to the finish line, yes, uh, what was that like for general, you? Yes, it's changed my mind when I ran and uh, something different. So in the beginning, you were running, like keeping in mind that you want to like give your daughter a better life. I, I read your daughter is 11 or? Uh, I show you. Здравствуйте. Алиса, скажи привет. Привет. Hello, скажи. Okay. Beautiful. She's here, close to me. What's her name? Alisa. Alisa. That's, it. That's so special. How old is she? 11. Right, 11, yeah. First of all, she's beautiful. Um, but Thank like you. in the beginning when you came to Israel, you really did this more of like a way to restart your life with Alisa and to give her like a good life. And then while you were running, you were like, wait, it's not only to win, but it's also to raise my voice and share the story with everyone. You know, when I uh, started, it was, uh, it was horrible weather. <laughs> before, before one day before my start, uh, Alisa asked me, 
Well, mom, you in Israel now? It's warm. Probably it's uh, you. Maybe you swim in the in pool outside. I say no. It's it's very cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, very really very cold, like in winter. And uh, people around said me it's uh, not normal weather for Israel. It's uh, it was weather, it was very cold that week. Yeah, normally this weather can be one uh, one time in a hundred years. But yeah. uh, the time it was this weather two days, and I told my daughter, no, it's rainy and very cold. Uh, and uh, she told me, maybe it's rainy because of you here, because of... <laughs> oh, really? You brought the weather Ask with me. you. She asked me, maybe the weather cry for Ukraine. And uh, oh, cool. I... Yes, and uh, she's 11. I, I, I don't know how she understands this, how she... Uh, told me it, it's here this word from small yeah goal it's yeah because um, it was a cry for ukraine maybe it maybe really was you know and i'm guessing that this war has had a very big maturing impact on lots of kids like it's it kind of you wake up to smell the roses and sometimes reality isn't so beautiful what i wanted to ask though is at what stage did you know to contact the israeli marathon like how long have you been training for the Israeli marathon? It's always was like my dream. I always wish to come. Uh, I, I know about this marathon. And uh, two years ago, I started to think about this marathon. I think it will be nice just uh, go to this place because it's uh, holy land. And uh, just just try just be here and try house it. Uh, but it was like only like wish dreams you know and then uh, i sent a lot of uh, mail before just really? ask about before the war asking about the yes. yeah because yes before one year before i asked can i come because for ukrainian we need visa so right. i very ask about the invitation letter like some of this but it's no answer so it's really was four four times I said four times. Ask about yes, and after this, I think okay, no, it's it's not my marathon. My next marathon, other place, it's not mine. If no answer, it's no answer. What I can do? But then, uh, last my mail was in October, but then when I get the answer, <laughs> beginning of March, it was uh, thirteen or fourteen. It was uh, two weeks uh, before marathon. And uh, oh I not uh, I have no train after 24 February, so I think just uh, it should be very fast, very short preparation for marathon, <laughs> just two weeks. <laughs> One second, you you only started training for the marathon two weeks before the marathon. Yes, I have oh. training, but it was uh, normal training until 23 of February. It was just normal, just run uh, some exercise. I not think about marathon. I just think uh, just uh, do active <laughs> every day, and then uh, when I get the invitation letter, I just think, okay, okay, two weeks. What I can do? It's uh, should very, very fast, very short, and uh, to do something. Yes, it was just two weeks. Oh my gosh! One second. So here you are with this dream of running in Israel in the Holy Land for so long, and you sent them four requests to, uh, to ask them for a visa, and you didn't hear any response. And only two weeks before the marathon, when the war breaks out 
you get a message that says, hey, Valentina, come run in, in Israel? Yes. Yes. And then you come and, and they, you win the marathon within two weeks of preparation. Yes, it was my, <laughs> no, it was my dream of, to be here, but uh, I can't, I'm still can't realize that I win, then I won here. So I, I'm still not believe. And they give me an invitation letter, but uh, it's still no visa. And uh, even when I fly, I ask, it's really, are you sure I'm done? need visa say yes you just can come it's without visa you valentina we you have uh, invitation letter okay and my travel was uh, from krakow to budapest and from budapest to uh, tel aviv and okay. in budapest i have the, a lot of problems because i don't have visa <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so how did you get it through was, budapest uh, yes it's and uh, i uh, in Budapest, I cry, I stress oh, that it's no visa, how it's possible, but I'm Valentina, I have invitation letter, and they said me, invitation letter, it's nothing, you should have visa, visa, invitation letter, medical insurance, a lot of documents, and oh you can God. make it, you can make it, you can change your flight to three days, I said, no, I can't change to three days, I hey, fly today, marathon. yeah, <laughs> yes, and uh, last, it's when uh, the gate was closed uh, and no people around me. I just stay crying. What? Okay, go back to Krakow. And uh, manager of marathon called me and say, "Okay, just wait, wait." I said, "What wait? Nobody around. <laughs> what I should wait? <laughs> no, nobody around. Wait for for whom? Wait." <laughs> and and the five minute. Uh, when gate was closed and in five minutes one lady come and ask who's where's valentina i say okay it's i am i speak with you three hours and i say i'm valentina <laughs> and she oh it's it's you okay go with me check your luggage and uh, we just stop uh, plan for 30 minutes and just we waited for you so the gate was closed but they stopped plan for 30 minutes for waiting for me they were waiting for you for 30 minutes, even though you were there with this lady telling her that you're Valentina. Yes, and it's the first time when I run uh, through all airport in Budapest and I hear this alarm, uh, Valentina Verezka, <laughs> please <laughs> hurry up, <laughs> we're waiting for you. Oh my gosh, that's insane. So here you are, you get on the plane and like everyone is like, who is this lady? <laughs> What's her yes, deal? Why are you waiting for her? <laughs> and you're like, oh, I have like lineage. I'm Valentina. <laughs> it's like, wow. And then and then you come here. And then, okay, so um you you left your daughter Elisa in Poland while you came. And you came for just for the marathon. Where were you staying? How did you find your way around here? When I came to Israel, it's uh, immediately manager of marathon uh, waiting for me. And then it was very easy. They just helped me go take uh, this PCR test, uh, make some documents, just take taxi. It was very easy when I came because of manager of marathon very helped me. And they uh, take me to hotel, give me hotel. It was, uh, here it was, director of this hotel <laughs> now he is my friend <laughs> also yes and uh, he wished me good luck everything you know people around me was very friendly and uh, in this place i meet just friendly people 
nobody just with uh, something not good things everybody was happy smiling and it's changed me again because last month i see i saw just cry uh, you know stress depression and yeah. it was first day when i uh, see around me happy people with smile so it yeah. just was for me it was something not normal but right. i i feel it and uh, i start to adapt adapt to this uh, emotion Wow, that must have been very refreshing for you to come from a war zone and to suddenly be surrounded by such a warm welcome from Israel. What what was the story? What was it like for you when you when the war broke out and what was it like for you to run from Ukraine to to Poland? You know, 23 of February, before the war started, uh, I had good training, I'm just finished, and uh, my friends from Poland, from Norway, called me and asked, uh, where are you? Why are you still in Ukraine? You have war? I said, no, it's no war, it's normal, I just outside now, everything's okay, uh, not problem in Ukraine, it's uh, not true, you have uh, not normal news outside Ukraine. But they, outside Ukraine, they, I don't know how, but they know about this. They told me, I'm saying, no, I'm staying in Ukraine and I stay here, but I, uh, something stress inside me and uh, I'm just, I'm was ready. And in the morning when I hear this first attack, I just open eyes. And when my husband go outside to see around what is this, I'm just not thinking, I just wake up my daughter, take uh, some documents and stay near the door, we drive. And he asked me, maybe some clothes? And, no, we, we don't need clothes, we should be safe. Just go from this city, because that moment I think it's only in my city. I think it's not all there, Ukraine. I think it's, we should go drive only to close the city, but not here, not in Nikolaev. So we just uh, drive away from this city. And uh, then when we drive, uh, we just see like uh, people in all the Ukraine drive and it's panic, uh, different ways uh, and traffic jam. Uh, it's a very long line in, uh, in the petrol station, you know. And then we decided uh, we should go to the board. But it was difficult because uh, my daughter was, was without passport. <laughs> just uh, my passport oh my uh, forgot her passport yes we just think we go and then we decide uh, next what to do but firstly just to board when we came it was a long line 25 kilometers and i ask uh, it's it's not our life line because it's 20 in gps it's 25 kilometers uh, to board and i ask uh, it's line say, yes it's line you can stay here 25 kilometers <laughs> So when uh, the nights come, it was, you know, like a special time when you can drive uh, like quiet time. So that moment we understand uh, my husband can go with us because uh, uh, men until 60 years old, old can't go outside Ukraine. So we decided uh, I go with my daughter by ourselves and my husband go back to my city. But I'm not thinking it's so 
long line. We stay in the board 15 hours. It was very cold, very cold. It's min minus four. We not drink, we not eat without blanket. Uh, very cold. And people, uh, like, you know, just hear this uh, attention alarm go in different ways, uh, in panic, cry. And uh, then when it's alarm stops, they come again to this line uh, because Poland opened door but uh, we can't go just by walk we uh, waited for bus for 20 places and this bus take 20 places uh, people go through port and come back it was uh, 40 minutes between buses and it's million people so a million people were at the border Yes, it was very, very, it was a lot of people. I never see so many people in one place. It's really was million people and people just, you know, dying in uh, just uh, sleeping cold asphalt and not wake up. And uh, oh. that moment I think, yes, now it's war because when I uh, drive away from Nikolaev and sit inside the car and see just helicopter attacks, bombs, uh, it was, I like was inside the car, but that moment I stay outside and I hear this uh, panic, uh, I hear this cry, kids, and, uh, you know, can't explain them. That moment it started war for me. Because I see people just uh, ask uh, every cars to come and drive with uh, with some family inside the car. They not stop and people go to the winds to this car. You know, just lie down in asphalt and know we should stop. And it, I can't explain it. It was very difficult. It's big, oh. big panic. So you're waiting for 15 hours at waiting for the train. Yes, and this was very cold. It was really cold and people died because of cold, not because of no food or water, just because of cold. Oh my God, oh my God. And when we come through the sport, close to us, a small boy with a grandmom, really, I don't know, maybe four years old, little boy. And he just uh, speak with uh, his uh, grandma and ask, now we can eat. I want bread, I want water, maybe some candy, I want chocolate. And he just say, now I eat chocolate, uh, bread, uh, water, milk. And I just hear it. It's, no, it's, he's so young and he should smile and uh, be happy. And for us, it's difficult, but for kids, it's so difficult because uh, after this, my daughter had uh, stress two days, no, not she not uh, eat, not drink, and you no know, feel not normal. Um, I think it's maybe a coronavirus or something other virus. But now when we check, it was stress. It just just stress, and uh, she should adapt. Wow, it's it's very true. You know, a person's mental health is so correlated and so connected to their physical health. Um, and like, like you're saying for, for the adults, it was hard, but for the kids going through that and like, you yes. said, like the four-year-old with like wanting his chocolate, wanting his bread and milk and water, it's their, for them, it's their necessities. And I don't know. Yes. Hopefully. Now it's uh, looking like very easy wishes, but that moment it was very big wish from very small uh, 
people. Oh my gosh. So how did you, how did you get through it? How did you survive the whole train ride with Elisa in the freezing cold and seeing all of that darkness around you? I just uh, take all the clothes what we have, but we have not so much clothes. And <laughs> I take my, I, I take my uh, jacket to my daughter and I feel it's so cold, but uh, I not remember. I just remember it was very cold and I always say, Alisa, just uh, wait, okay. And she asked, maybe we call to my husband and he pick us back to Nikolaev say, no, just stay, it's finished soon. And I always say, soon as finish, soon as finish, we are we're together, not nervous, but you know, inside I'm very nervous. But right. I say to her, we're not nervous. Everything's okay. We just, uh, just it's just night. Uh, tomorrow morning will be better. Just wait. But uh, I told her, but I not understand my words because I feel very cold. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't hear yourself because you're freezing. Oh my gosh. I remember when I was actually in England just like two weeks ago, I went running one morning and I was so freezing that like it was hard for me to talk. It was really hard for me to, to move my mouth and talk. So I'm imagining like, if that was like on a, on a morning in London, how cold you must have been in order to be going through that in Ukraine for 15 hours and like in the night in the freezing cold. Like that's like- And no run, no run. We just stay in one position. <sighs> oh my gosh, crazy. It's um. You know, what the stories I'm hearing really sound a lot like the Holocaust. It's, it's really scary to, to think that it can kind of like repeat itself almost. Uh, it's just absolutely horrible, the things that are going on. Did you see any beautiful moments, any, any moments that you saw and that just warmed up your heart and you're like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful? Yes, when they run, not in that moment, when they run. When in you Yerusalem, ran, I feel this. Really? Yes. Can you describe to me more about this, these feelings, these moments? Yes, you know, uh, before marathon, when I uh, just stay in line, when I was uh, in Poland uh, before marathon, I speak with my parents, with my sister, uh, which stay in Nikolaev in Ukraine, and uh, ask, how are you, how is this? And she say, we are fine, but I hear how she cry, how cry people around, and uh, you know, I was very aggression for Russian people, for people who give us uh, this war, so I was, I can't explain how I was aggression, and I think, no, we should fight, we should do something, but uh, when I come to Yersley Marathon, I come for my work, I not think about it, but it still was aggression, and uh, in one moment when I run a marathon, I run with one guy, which I take uh, on five kilometers and we run together. Uh, and it was very difficult because it's very hilly, really very hilly. Jerusalem is a very it. hard marathon. <laughs> I did, did half marathon. Hard. I know what it's like. It's like ups and downs and it's crazy. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's no flat, any meter flat. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> no. <laughs> up, it's no, very much up, like down, life in up. Israel, by the way. Life in Israel is also like very up yes. and down. <laughs> Yes, and after 18 kilometers, uh, I just uh, run and uh, I think uh, 
it's probably my finish because it's all my power. It was 18 kilometers, but it's more than half a marathon uh, less. So I should run more to 42, but it's only 18 kilometers. And I look only on the road, uh, like open my head and look on the road, just uh, run in a very high uphill. And this guy just asked me, open your eyes, just look around. And I said, what What he want from me? I, I just difficult, I feel pain. I feel I feel my legs is no legs, it's like stone. What he want from me? But uh, I open eyes, look around. It's so beautiful view, you know, all Jerusalem on, uh, on your hand and you see all this land, all Jerusalem because it's uphill. And it was very dark, very, very dark rain. But uh, in one side, it was very dark. But in one uh, side, it was very sunny. So sunny, I never see uh, sun, uh, this, uh, this color, you know, it was very yellow, very, very, and uh, rainbow. Because it was rain, really? it was everything together. In the middle of the marathon. Yes, Yes, ever since together, sun, dark uh, weather, rain and rainbow. And rainbow <laughs> uh, front of us on our road, like we run through this rainbow. And after this moment, I don't know, something changed in me. I, I not feel pain. I'm still, after finish, I'm not feel pain. I'm not feel I'm tired. Next day, I have my training normal day, normal training day. You know, mm -hmm. I'm... It's just something uh, go out, and uh, after this moment, I not feel my run. I just like fly, not like run, just fly, and I not feel difficult. I not feel pain. I just run uh, with this guy, and uh, and oh, really, it's this moment. It was uh, very very hard and difficult, and in one moment, it's break, and like very easy. I'm just fly and I feel nothing bad in my heart. I not feel aggression for people who give us war, nothing, just uh, normal, just love life. And people around me, they give me a lot of positive emotion. So I just take this emotion and give this emotion. It's something changing me, you know, something, yeah. something broke. And I feel no aggression, no nothing, just just love because of people around love me. I don't know, maybe they not love, but I feel this energy. It's a right. very warm energy. Wow. So I can't explain it, but it's really changed me. Sounds like you had like a shift, like almost like an emotional um, transition in within you that was able to kind of like elevate yourself over the pain over yes like you said you couldn't even feel your feet and then it's just you lift up your eyes and you kind of saw everything yes. around you and then it gave you that energy to go around um I, I feel I mean I'm not a professional runner but I also love going like jogging and running and I do feel like there's something about running that has like that emotional that gives you that emotional um high sometimes that gives you like an inner like fire that you just look around you and suddenly things just things they shift in your mind they shift the stress goes down you can think more clearly um 
And I know I, I saw also that you wear um, you wear a cross. Are you are you a religious lady yourself? Christian, Christian. Yes, I yes. remember this word, Christian. I uh, all the time was uh, Christian, uh, but uh, you know it's not only uh, about belief to something. My uh, parents uh, give me this and. Uh, I just keep it uh, and uh, it's okay. I'm very polite with uh, other people, but uh, if you want uh, to believe in something else, it's uh, your choice. Uh, I'm polite with you, so it's no problem. We, we all of people, we, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, you know, I not think about run. I think about run uh, first 18 kilometers uh, until this moment. I just mm -hmm. think I should run. I should uh, run fast for earn money for life to my daughter. But then when it's this moment changed me, I just, uh, I just, um, it was pleasure to run. I don't know. I just, it just, I'm just was happy to run and feel, I'm not remember how I run after 18 kilometers because before I remember it's very difficult and I feel pain but after 18 I just uh, fly a half meter on the ground uh, underground you know just uh, just not run just fly and it was like happy I feel this emotion something give me uh, this energy this power and uh, after 18 kilometers, I'm not run. I just uh, take fun. I just, uh, it was like game, just uh, take a finish line. Wow. Just run with this, run with this guy. <laughs> you know, I'm not feel nothing bad after right. 18 kilometers. Who, who is this guy, by the way? <laughs> See your friend or colleague I, or? No. I don't know how his name, really. <laughs> we just... Uh, run together and uh, after this he just was like uh, run with me and after the race he uh, just i didn't see him after the race he just said me uh, congratulations and i and all so we just run together he gave me congratulations and all and we not meet anymore just just maybe, for this run maybe he was your angel Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's it's funny how sometimes in life you can run into people that you don't know their name and you don't know who they are and they just walk into your life for whatever bit they do in your life and then they leave. And, and yes, you, you get he, something out of that and there's something special in that. Yes, you know, and it's uh, he showed me this for you. If uh, he not told me look your eyes and look around i will not do it because i was very tired and difficult i feel pain everywhere i look only only uh, on my road uh, eyes was my eyes was closed uh, so because it's rain it's strong rain and i close eyes just uh, see a bit you know and he just uh, looks his view look around and if uh, he not told me it's, i not feel this so wow. he just opened my eyes and then like uh, after finish uh, he go in some way i don't know where's he wow it's incredible did he speak to you in english english yes i just told him uh, you can do it uh, 
you know, like uh, before I was difficult, but then I always talk to him, you can do it, just run, just uh, you are good, you are super. I always speak with him all the time I speak with him. Oh my and God, so together. you ran the entire marathon and you won the marathon and you still were able to have a conversation to speak to this person? <laughs> yes, yes. First uh, 18 kilometers, he support me, but after 18 kilometers, I support him and wow. we just run together. And I feel like, uh, because for me, it's after 18 kilometers, something changed and for me it was easier. So I can just run faster, but uh, I just, I don't know, in my mind, and I can't, uh, I can't, uh, I just keep him and I speak with him because he helped me before and then I help him. We just speak and yeah. I'm really run with him and say, see, it's a boy before you here, third place, you can do it. I'm not thinking about me. I just run with him and I say, you can do it. You can do it. Run. <laughs> Soon as uh, finish. So run together. <laughs> yes, we speak oh my together. God, you're making me want to get up now and run. <laughs> so you can do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. Um, uh, I think I saw a picture actually of you and your when you made the finish line. Is that is that guy the guy yes, that was yes in the yes oh. it's here. Okay, good. So you can you can post the picture. Be like wanted, my running buddy yes. from the Jerusalem Marathon. Yes, I post. Yeah. Oh my God, that's crazy. Okay, so here you are. You won the marathon, and then you got up on stage. I saw that you had like a like a twenty minute or a ten minute um, speech. You you got up on stage to share. Was that was that at the marathon or was it after the marathon, like really after? Immediately after marathon, there was a lot of journalists around me, and uh, when I finish uh, marathon, I just think uh, it's it's my uh, goal. It's not my victory. It's like my goal to you know I'm like take something what I very want. I really want not victory for me, for myself. I want this victory for speak with people, for uh, for people listen to me. I just uh, try to say what I feel, what I feel, what I want to say. It's what not my own victory. But before I start for my own victory. Right, to help <laughs> your daughter, to after, help Elisa. Yes, but after when I run, I change my mind and I understand uh, I'm just finished and it's uh, give me uh, to say to all the world. So all the world hear my voice. So it was my goal. Wow. Um, just out of curiosity, what is the prize for the first winner? Uh, 3,700, but I don't know how it's percent for country. Uh, so it's around this money, but I don't know how it exactly will be. Yeah, well, that's amazing. I'm sure, you know, it's it's good to have that to like help you get back on your feet um, and to, you know, like you said, to to have that shelter that you need right now. It's, it's wild. So do you feel like after you won that marathon that like you got the word out? Do you feel like, like Israel, like, like, did you feel it was a good response from Israel and just from the world? Like, what has the response been? People from Israel really, very helped me. And they, because uh, they give me this emotion, they give me this positive emotion and this energy. Because before 
I before this I'm not feel a lot of energy. I not feel this emotion. Everybody cry around me and you know stress. But then when I see these people around uh, and they very help me and very support me. This energy from these people it's very support me. But I met nobody who feel uh, some bad emotion. Everybody who speak with and uh, yes, after this I don't know why I just feel uh, feel people feel people this uh, like color you know this feel this color and it's very warm color. So it's nobody around me with uh, not white color not uh, warm color everybody like give me positive energy beautiful i know that right now in in israel in general there are 18000 refugees from ukraine and over two thirds of them are not jewish it's really nice it warms my heart to feel to know that our country is is welcoming them even if it's not permanently but just like i have like a friend that's also part of a volunteering program where they just they're donating so much humanitarian aid to the refugees and it's it's nice to see how much Israel is like lifting a hand and like trying to make it nice for the refugees here I wish you were able to stay longer <laughs> to to enjoy Israel more yes uh, and next day I was I met with uh, consul in embassy of Ukraine in Israel in Tel Aviv, and uh, I saw this uh, place where they help us, uh, where they help all the Ukrainian. But you know, it's uh, very friendly people. They uh, they actually right now have some attacks from different countries. They this attack no no stop in Israel, but yeah. they understand it. But they help us. It's really they uh, need also help, but they help us. So it's uh, very support us because this, I understand they uh, can uh, not do it, but they won't help us. And I saw this place, it's a lot of food, uh, some, you know, some medicine. Uh, yeah. And uh, my city yesterday was attacked uh, very hard in mm-hmm. Nikolaev in Ukraine. And I just asked if you can uh, help directly to my city and send medicine because uh, in Ukraine it's, uh, it's food is okay water is okay because uh, countries around help us but for medicine it's very difficult now in Ukraine so I just uh, ask for help to my city and they say yes just let me know what you need exactly how much and we try to keep it very fast and send to Ukraine to your city so they very help us Wow, it's incredible. Is it how is Nikolaev doing now? Are they recovering slowly? Did they get enough help? Yes, yesterday it was big attack to, to our um, main uh, main build in mm-hmm. the center, mm-hmm. and it was uh, at nine a.m. This working day start, and a lot of people was inside. I don't know exactly how much uh, and uh, what with these people, but uh, I called to my neighbor because uh, my home is uh, just uh, 150 meters from this build. And uh, she thought it's very horrible, very hard. We don't know, uh, we don't know what to wait. So I know it's a lot of people was inside because the start, uh, it was working day, but 
And that's why I ask to help us because I know with medicine, it's no medicine in Ukraine now. Yeah. Oh gosh, we need a miracle. We really need a miracle. It's, it's so hard sometimes looking at the news. I mean, even, even for us in Israel, I mean, like you're dealing with a whole war had 11 murders over the past week just of Israeli citizens and it hasn't been like this since 2006 for us also but I'm sure for you like reading your own news is probably very terrifying like even though you're in shelter it's probably very terrifying also knowing that your husband is still in Ukraine it's uh, it's a scary thing for you probably watching the news Yes, uh, very, because, you know, uh, he stay in my city and uh, he, uh, then after marathon, I called to him and he speak, I proud of you, you do the best, uh, you can did it, uh, it's good, and uh, all Ukraine proud of you, and then uh, on the end of day, he called me and say, I'm not in Nikolaev now. I just uh, don't want to talk to you before the marathon. I need the operation for my knee. And uh, I moved to other city to doctor and now in hospital waiting for preparation for this operation. And yeah. he not told he not told me about it. And he just want to, I'm not nervous more. Just told me about it after marathon, after after marathon day, next day. Oh my God. So he didn't want to like stress you out. So he didn't tell you what, what happened to his knee? Like, is that because of the war or? Oh, he uh, also professional athlete. Uh, he my coach, professional athlete. Uh, and uh, he has a bit problems with knee, but it's, uh, it's normal. It's because of we athletes, we all, always have some problems. But uh, I don't know what happened uh, in the city. Maybe stress, maybe something happened. He not told me, I don't know. Mm. He just say, not nervous. I just make operation and uh, come back to city and everything will be okay. I don't know yeah. how he, <laughs> he tried to say to me, everything will be okay, just operation. But for me, it's not just operation. For me, it's- uh... You're his wife, yeah. <laughs> of course, oh my gosh. So I hope everything goes well for him. I hope the operation went well for him. I hope. Thank you. So I hope that you get to reunite really, really soon with your husband in Nikolaev or wherever else you. you find it good and that you're able, meanwhile, to de-stress in Poland and continue with your massage therapist and just with everything you want it's just materialized for you very very soon and thank you so much for sharing your story with us i really really appreciate it thank you i'm very glad to know you yeah you too